Do it a little faster. You still got it. <laughs> it's your girl Shanti. And it's Antoinette. And we are Around, Around the, the Way Curls. Join us as we share our unique life experiences. AKA tell all our business. And explore both the profound and the profane. Because duality, duality is, is a thing. thing. Yes, hey, girl. Hey. Hey. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Peace, peace, queen. Peace, queen. How are you? I have been following this tattoo artist online for about a year now. And he is based in Europe. And I just saw that he is going to have a pop-up in New York City. Mm. And the way... I'm about to get a tattoo by this guy. He does the most beautiful line work inspired by, um, I think it's it's Northern African um, line work and design. So it's like a lots of straight lines, beautiful symmetry, um, just gorgeous work. His name is Emmanuel underscore item. And I am so excited about my next tattoos that I want to get and um, y'all should go check out his work and help me figure out what my design is going to be. But I, I, he's listen, I emailed him and I said, Emmanuel, Emmanuel, <laughs> I'm going to come and get a tattoo by you. So that's something I'm excited about. I'm just trying to become a different person. And I'm also trying to become a different person with these faux locks the child. or this protective. I really need to not, mess with my hair anymore i'm very tired of my hair i'm very discouraged by my hair i know y'all said it looked nice but you don't know what's going on behind closed doors and i want to just get up and go like the girls do (laughs) no girls do that (laughs) it's all a lie (laughs) like like what girl maybe it's just the white girls amber rose (laughs) yeah the white girls i just but it's such an expensive style. Like these protective styles, these braids, like I can't afford 250 to $500 to walk away from them looking we're crazy. And I generally <laughs> do. I generally do. And I don't, I, I don't know how to test this out without breaking my wallet. And if I try to do it myself, it's just, <laughs> it doesn't work either. Somebody help me. Just slick I need your to hair figure back. Out the, the Look at this. This is a protective style, Shati. No, it's not. I ain't it take my hair my out hair this bun all week. <laughs> Listen, I still think it's the Chloe. What's her name? That's not her name. What's her name? Zoe Kravitz braids. I still think it's those for you. And I don't those think. Those are very protective, though. They're because they don't, they don't last two months because they're, they. What? Oh, Bad Zoe, the, sh- the, sh- the, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about my girl, Zazie. No, not Zazie. Confused. Oh, I love Zazie. No, Zoe. Zoe with the thin, messy Who braids. Who does that that you know? I don't know. But if you search on the Instagrams, I know you can find it. 
I know, but they cost it's like probably a white woman somewhere braiding the shit out somebody's no, hair. They cost like it. I have to just that's my goal for me to try and get rich is so that I could get human hair braids like that. Because I know what you're talking about. Those are human hair. That's human hair that has like the the looser ends, the like messy braids. Mm-hmm. It's human hair is required for that, and that's like double. And no connect really? line up in there. No connect line. I didn't know that, y'all. If you have the plug, if you know what I'm talking about, please help me to help. Give me a, give me some hints as to like, all right, you should just try this. Da, 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 da. You don't because like I have straight backs though, head. right? Excuse me. You don't like straight backs though, right? No, I I don't. No, I, think <laughs> I don't like my face. I think that's what it is. <laughs> I think that's what, actually the root of it is I don't like my face. And then braids are like, you talked like, about stuff like this. Shanti. Oh, my God. I would be <laughs> remiss if I didn't remind you that just last week you talked about self-deprecation. I'm being serious. That's a serious oh thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm dead ass. <laughs> Yo, your and face is gorgeous. Like, oh. You just have a small head. And that's okay. I got a big head. You just got to wear the style. The protective style. Small girls don't win. Yes, they do. All the time. Skinny bitches small and small-headed girls. girls for and Neander- Neanderthal head girls don't win. Somebody Except told for Zendaya. me that my arms, my um, shoulders look like Optimus Prime and I can't unsee it right now. So we're both going through things. Welcome to another episode of the <laughs> Round the Way Curls. No, I really think that there's somebody in Brooklyn who's killing these braids, and we just need Help to find me. them. And if you're going to pay a bunch of money on a tattoo, which I'm a little insulted that you don't think that we should get a matching one, but that's fine. Then We already have a matching one. That's with that everybody case. else. Maybe we <laughs> should have our own matching one. No? No, I think we should just get high quality that's what i'm trying to I <laughs> high quality you, hope. Gift. now i'm telling you that high. i want to get a high quality chain oh like i thought you meant get high quality us. like i said high quality hoe tattooed on ourselves <laughs> high quality hoes <laughs> well that wouldn't fit our description so anyway i think we i think you should consider though the tattoo with me what are we gonna get oh no <laughs> Chicken wings? We try to get chicken wing tattoo with me. I'm down, baby. (laughs) I don't know. I've considered that. (laughs) No, you haven't. If if you show up with a chicken wing tattoo, no, you haven't. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) She's gonna be so disappointed in me that I went. It's (laughs) it's gonna be just like the booty hole brown girl. I'll be like, shame, shame. This is not it. This is not freedom or liberation. Anyway. Well, how are you? Y'all help Shanti out. All right. I'm okay. I'm okay. I have my Beyonce Good. outfit. Yes. Uh, I don't know if it's going to work out because I have to wear a thong and that's going to be awful and I'm going to be dancing around. But here we are. Since when? Anyway, I'm not even going to put your business out there, but okay, into that. <laughs> Since when what? I have Would to you we- choose a thong over not wearing anything. I don't. Uh, what are you trying to say? Say it with your chest. What's I don't know if you want me to put your business out I don't there, care. So. I'm not ashamed like, at all. She, you would just not wear underwear. Like, I, I don't, don't know you to wear underwear <laughs> generally. Like, what to speak of the outfit. So this There is a reason things, why I, I need the thong. It's because it's a high-waisted thong that might 
keep a certain bit oh, show you who stuck in. And then there's also a slit, a high slit. So I don't want things happening. It's going to be tricky, but it's going to be fun. Also got some glitter sneakers. <laughs> it's just good. This whole outfit about to be a mess, but we're going to have a blast. Um, <laughs> speaking of that, uh, a blast. Can I tell this story to Jasmine Toby last night? <laughs> Is it okay? I want your permission because you ain't here from me yet. Yeah. Okay. So Jasmine calls me last night. This is Beyonce has landed in North America. And I see it. Philly. Philly was the first. Yes. Philly was the first North American stop. And so I'm like, why is she calling me? at? She never calls me to sleep. So I answered. I'm like, are you okay? And she like, yeah, girl, what's Shanti brother name? And I was like, (laughs) what? What are you talking about? She was like, don't say his name. So I I said his name. (laughs) And so she goes. Oh my God. I looked at him and I kept looking like, wait a minute. I think I know him. How do I know him? Cause he's white. And so she's like confused. She's like, he kept bringing us drinks. And I was like, what are you talking about? Where are you? <laughs> and she was like, I mean, I was at the Beyonce concert. And so she's telling me that he keeps bringing her, her drinks and he can hardly carry them. <laughs> There's like six <laughs> drinks and it's two hands and he just keeps flooding her with these drinks and then on top of that he's telling her it's champagne and it's actually beer <laughs> so she's pouring these be this beer into the champagne flute <laughs> drinking it <laughs> and so he keeps coming over and hugging on her and she's like looking confused but also looking like wait a minute and so jay-z security was there and he he came over and was like is he bothering you and Jasmine was like, no, he's not bothering me. I I think I know him. <laughs> and so the guy's like, okay, because Jay thought he was bothering you. So you're all right. And she's like, yeah, yeah. So she says, finally goes, I'm Shanti's brother. And she's like, oh. And she was like, she embraced him in her bosom. And they had like this big hug. And then he came back with like 15 more drinks. <laughs> and she was like, she said, we had so many drinks. I was passing them out to strangers and he would not stop. And she, she said, I told him, you're going to get in trouble. You keep giving me all these drinks and I ain't got no cash to like tip you or nothing. <laughs> so then she's watching the show and it was so sweet. I, I was so happy. Um, people posted it on Twitter and they like the camera got her on the jumbotron while blue like three times was, they was said dancing yeah. and she's cheesing. She carrying on. She not thinking about nothing about your brother anymore. But then all of a sudden she says, girl, Marita then told me to, to look and he get kicked out. And she, she was like, I have no idea why he was getting kicked out. But all I know is that Jay's security kept watching him. Like he keeps bothering her. And we're not playing that. And she was like, I tried to explain that he wasn't. <laughs> but then when he kept coming back with all these drinks and I kept having to give them out, I think they got fed up. So your brother, poor thing. Let me does tell he you work at the stadium? My <laughs> brother worked at the concession stand at Lincoln Field Finan- oh, Financial, Lincoln Field. Financial Okay. Shout out to him. Somehow. Because he's a white man, probably, <laughs> he ends up from the concession stand <laughs> in the bar in the Renaissance Club, which Wait. is the most exclusive part of the entire Wait. concert. He wasn't supposed to and be there. And gets kicked out by Jay-Z. 
Like, <laughs> I didn't know nothing about it until I wake up to a text of Antoinette saying, um, Jazz said that your brother was a, got kicked out of the Renaissance Club. And I was like, that tracks. Also, what? <laughs> Shout out to him. Well, I love that was you. Amazing. Please get some help because that's funny, but it's not. <laughs> that's no, that's a great story. That's like it's an amazing in, story, but it's an, not. It yes, is it and is. it isn't. No, he so, he was having fun. But that's a he story. Was, if you gonna lose your job, then you better be losing <laughs> your job because you was at a Beyonce concert giving free drinks and getting hugs from Jasmine Sullivan up to the point that Jay Z had to physically <laughs> kick you the fuck out. That's how I need to end my motherfucking job. Like, shout out. I love it. It's epic. It's epic. <laughs> oh, God. Shout out to that you. You know so who you funny, are. It's so tracks <laughs> with you and your family. I was like, this is the most <laughs> random shit in the world. And it's perfect. I was in It's a we, small world. The way me and her were cracking up last night. And Marita was like, I just kept thinking, like, when he said Shanti, I thought, oh, I see it a little bit. She didn't, she didn't know. <laughs> no, that she, she don't. No, she we didn't know. We have the same mom, different dads for all the listeners. So all majority of my siblings are white, oh, except man. for one. So whenever I'm like, yeah, it's my brother, people are like, okay, okay. <laughs> but they really don't understand how it's okay. But um, anyway, child. that was kind of him to look out. And to try to make sure that she had her beer. And she said champagne. that she liked his beer better than the, the expensive <laughs> champagne that Jay-Z was giving. Don't say that because that's his brand <laughs> and we don't want to cause any problems. <laughs> anyway, uh, the concert looked amazing. Our niece, Blue Ivy, had on heels. <sighs> I just, I I'm going to lose my wait. mind. Can I tell you something? And we need to hurry up, but. I was so hyped after she talked to me about this concert. She was like, internet, I was about to cry. She said the first four songs, it's like her ballads, and then it's a party. She was like, but during those ballads, I was just sitting there looking at her, and she said, I just felt myself about to cry. Like, what the, what is happening right now? Is this person real? And she was like, and to feel the energy in a stadium, like, she said, I just wanted to give her all the energy I had because it was amazing. She said, we're going to lose our minds. She has. I was so hyped after that. And I thank God I came to my senses, but I looked up tickets to the show the day before we're going to go a single ticket because I was about to buy it for the Renaissance club. I was about to do it cause I don't like our seats, but I was about to buy it and say, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. I'm going twice in a row, but I didn't do it. And I still may. And you just, should. No, it's so it's $3,000. I cannot oh, no, do that. You shouldn't do that. I should not do that. No. If you can afford it, you should, if you can I recoup can. that in two weeks or something, two months, three months, you should do it. I can't. Recoup you can recoup that. that how by oh. living poor for the no who gonna help somebody crap, girl sugar daddies out. out there that's what i'm saying baby girl wants to go see beyonce i'll even go with you slide in the dm i'll check them that's From it this there it is to she the next week rub on your shoulders a little bit <laughs> they said i thought that you don't care about our value and status anyway all right moving right along we got a lot of voicemails <clears throat> voicemails voicemails <laughs> All right. And just so y'all know, we have a guest this week. I'm very excited. 
we already interview said person, but we play a little game. We this guest is a uh, heavy in the music world, and so I got my rocks off by asking him a whole bunch of hard questions about would you have Drew Hill, Jodeci, Boys to Men, or New Edition. Who do you choose? You got to get rid of one, and then who's the opener? Who's the closer? It's all very exciting. But until then, we're going to listen to some voicemails. And hopefully this works because this hates on me every week. So, Shanti, can you put a timestamp in? Hey, Around the Way Curls. Hey, Antoinette. I'm calling from Japan um, to talk about the episode where you're talking about the Kiki Palmer and the My Booty Hole Brown situation. Okay, so I'm going to just get right into it. I think it is too much that we're trying to police each other and what we say now. I'm not saying I'm a conservative because I'm not a conservative, but at the same time, when I hear things like that for the first time, I do cringe because it's like, should we really be talking about our booty holes so publicly? <laughs> but at the same time, it's so freeing to just say. Like, I may not say it in public, but in private, every once in a while, after a glass of wine, I will turn the song on and I will sing out loud that my pussy is definitely pink and my booty hole is definitely brown because it is. <laughs> And this is just think about it, that way. it can be liberating to just think about and to just <laughs> not have anybody else think about you and you saying that. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that makes me a liberal. I don't know if that makes me a conservative. I don't know if that makes me internally misogynistic, but that's just how I think about it. Yeah. So I think it's too much of us caring about what other people think whenever we feel okay or whenever we kind of chuckle saying these things love you much bye the meta of that now we're talking <laughs> about the cringiness of booty hole pink pussy and saying it a million times <laughs> <laughs> that was enjoyable i appreciate well, she that. said at the end of the day hers is but <laughs> she said at the end of the day my pussy is pink my, my booty hole I just hate it. I can't. I can't lie. I can't. I hear you, though, sis. Maybe it is freeing to be able to say, mate, what's the child's name? Sexy Red. Is that her name? Maybe she's liberated in a way that I'm just not. I'm tight. Like my booty hole in my pussy. I don't know. Oh, I my God. <laughs> a, I don't know. I can't. I didn't even like saying that, if I'm being honest. I want to <laughs> cut it. <laughs> Oh, I love this for you. <laughs> Would you say it? I don't think so. Probably. I mean, like, pro I mean, you know, I say shit. I say crazy shit, but like, you say crazy. Like I don't political know. I don't have. Shit. A, I don't have a. Yeah, it's, I don't have any. It's the Libra. I don't like crass I don't have things. A hand in this fight. Yeah, you don't have a what in this is that fight. The word? <laughs> exactly. What? What is the proper? I said I don't have a hand in this fight. <laughs> <laughs> Put your hands up. You was you from Philly. You said I'm a fucking hands up. <laughs> what is it though? I don't have a, What's a dog in this fight. Oh, yeah. That's um. You know, I don't have a hand <laughs> in this boxing ring. <laughs> Gloves. <laughs> All right, ready. Okay, so I think I got cut off the last time for whatever reason. This is Ruby calling back again. 
so, like I was saying, I was watching episode 272, and just a couple of thoughts on the conversations that you had. The first one being around, you know, you were talking about affirmative action and Clarence Thomas and his buffoonery. And Shanti was like, you know what? We're just going back to segregation because they keep taking away rights. And I'm like, you know what? I have a couple of friends who feel like, you know what? Segregation um, was probably the worst thing for black folks because at the time of segregation, we had our own shit. We had our own neighborhoods, uh, social and economic systems and all that good jazz. And so it made me think, you know, should we go back to segregation for lack of a better term? I mean, as the old folks say, the white man's ice is not always colder, so why not uh, keep everything in house, you know, go back to our own stuff. I honestly don't have any thoughts on it. I kind of feel like they treat us like second-class citizens, so I'd be damned if I can't get into your shit. But how do you really feel about it? Do you think segregation was a good thing or a bad thing? Uh, secondly, Kiki Palmer, Vivid Daddy. So I quite honestly didn't pay much attention to it because I was probably one of those people that uh, was like, why does he feel some type of way? Like, he's shown her off on the Internet before, and she looks great. She goes home to him every night. It's not that deep. But I'll probably send it to you on Instagram, but uh, Blue Kaluzma, I think you all know her. But she had a really great take on it, saying that basically his statement was out of, like, jealousy and resentment of keeping herself, like, jealous of her talent and, you know, how big and abundant her personality is. And he was jealous and resentful of that, and he wanted to knock her down a page or two. And he tried to get other people to do that with him, but, you know, the Twitter streets were not kind to him. So I'll send that video to you. It was a live on her Instagram page, but I'll probably send it so y'all can watch that and discuss it. But what are your thoughts on that thing? Like, it's just jealousy and resentment as opposed to, you know, just him trying to, quote, unquote, live up to his morals and standards as the man of the family. Well, first up, the segregation thing. I'm gonna let Shanti speak to that. Um, <clears throat> uh, I think that would be, I mean, listen, listen, um, ideally the idea of black people specifically economically um, creating spaces in which our money is circulating within those spaces where we are supporting each other intentionally, where um, we are voting and discussion is very much about in-house kinds of things. And, in, and there is um, a unified um, Discussion and, and organization, yeah, that sounds really wonderful. I, too, think that there was great possibility um, that was squashed in integration, um, much of which was from white people directly. Um, and it's really, really, it's really, what am I trying to say? I don't know. 
I, I'm just sounds good. I don't know if that's possible without like straight up civil war in some kind of way. Um, I don't know that I think because of the past and how um, violent and intentional those types of spaces of progress, especially economic process progress was squashed by white folks. I don't know if, you know, it, it, I'd be really interested to see what kind of um, narrative terrorist narrative or whatever kind of narrative would be put on that type of collective um, organization and, and change um, that would incite a lot of white people's insecurity and that same kind of pattern would repeat, but um, sounds good. I don't know if it's, I don't know. I think something to think about is also, and we, we talked about this Monday about, you know, Tulsa and Black Wall Street, where, you know, there there was a community like that, Greenwood in Tulsa, mm-hmm. that, that had mm-hmm. that and was flourishing and thriving. And mm-hmm. the Black dollar did circulate and mm-hmm. they blew that up. Literally. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so now we're in a situation in 2023 where they say the black dollar remains in the black community for six hours. Not even a day. Yeah, I did. Six hours. Shop at the Saver Collective. <laughs> so I think that I think that separate but equal sounds good, but it's also a matter of resources. And so that's why reparations is so important. That's why it's like, well, if we're going to separate, then how how do we do that because and t- let me fix my words with the history as we know it the resources have been scarce when it comes to supporting black and brown communities so right now i think for us it's more about the mindset of not needing to live up to a white person's standard the white man play by the white man's rules, et cetera, et cetera. And it's hard to do that when you're living in a society that is run by said white man. So it's complicated. The Kiki Palmer thing and the blue Toulouse thing. Yeah. I mean, I think that's pretty spot on. I think jealousy and security. Yeah. It, it all plays a part. Um, yeah. I, I think that's, I don't have anything to add to that. No? Okay. Nor do I. Yep. All right. Next up, Sheila. Oh, Jolie is so cute on that message. This is Penny. Um, I just finished this last episode and wrote down some quick notes for things that came up while I was listening. India already answered her own question. Is everything for everyone? No. And this is one of the things that isn't. It's the sky blue bitch. Plus, she's incorrect about this international export that is apparently the SNSF. We are actually one of those most prudish countries. It's titties all over Europe. Chicken ass comes from cultures outside of America. We're actually behind when it comes to sexual expression and, you know, looking at bodies as something more than sexual objects. We have to ask ourselves what she said because she thought she was spitting when it was actually an eloquent dribble. It is not for white people. It is for us. And we do not fucking care what people think about something that is not for them. Um, Antoinette, the Booty Hole Brown song, makes you uncomfortable because it's not the expression you would choose for yourself, which is fine. The problem is when people assert 
that what they would not choose, no one should choose. And that's what people need to shut the fuck up. And lastly, Antoinette, I love that you know that you have a cape for white men and that you use it. That's such wonderful self-awareness. I love that. You guys have a great day. Wait, 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 wait. For white men, that we last part. Now, now, girl, now, 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 now. Wait, 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 that last part. Do that know. is one thing. <laughs> I don't think I have a cape for white men. I don't think I've ever said that. No, I said you've never. I have a cape for men, meaning black men and brown men mostly. I mean, I don't. That's terrible. I don't want to say I don't consider white men. That's not true. But they're not in the forefront of my thinking when I'm talking about men and how we should consider them. Um, so, yeah. And I don't me saying I cape for men is a joke. I don't think I cape for men. If I'm being completely honest, I truly think I just consider them. And I think there's a difference. But I'm a run with it. If y'all say I cape for men, I'll put my fucking cape on. I'm gonna get a cape. <laughs> Watch you work. I'm gonna get a fucking we cape. Should, we well, should have a cape for you for the show. I'm gonna put it on. Like, all right, let me go get my cape real quick. That is like, so funny. But actually, have great. we considered how they That's could feel? A great idea. How are we letting them down? Are we showing up for them fully? Anyway. Um, Indiari man, I, I think that's a great point. Yes, the booty hole, this booty hole thing, it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> yes, it's, it's not how I would express, but I'm not hating on Sexy Red. Am I gonna go to a Sexy Red concert? I I hope that's that girl's name. Otherwise, they're listening and being like, that's not the right artist. But I'm not sure. Am I gonna go to her concert? Probably not. When it comes on, will I cringe the same way I do my neck and my back? Probably. <laughs> but you know, I'm doing the best I can. One day, maybe I won't. I'm telling you, it's just some stuff. I just feel like it's a it's a nice surprise behind closed doors. Your thoughts, Shanti? Um, yeah, right for the my neck, my back thing, or the idea of you know some things are for other people and not for you, and you mind your business. Just let them be free. Let them express themselves. Um, no, I don't think. I don't. You know what? You played the two clips ago, the lat, the episode two seventy two about how we responded to Darius, Kiki Palmer's uh, partner, and I did not hear you that entire episode until I watched that clip back, and I was like, "Oh, that's what she was saying," <laughs> and one. I did not understand what you were. I didn't get what your argument was. And a lot of my initial flare up was like, oh, yeah, she's offering this guy space in a way that he no. does not deserve. I think what you invite people to do immediately goes against um the collective the collective consensus we have around men right now of of being of holding them accountable holding their feet to the fire you know um canceling them if necessary um and that's all i could that that i just saw red when that whole kiki palmer 
thing came up and I did not hear what you said. So I, so I, I was saying that he was wrong. He was dead wrong. And you were just, saying you were wrong, but you were also saying the ways in which we are holding him accountable is the same, was with the same tools that, yeah, that he uses. Wrong about. It's patriarch. Yeah. And I just could not understand that. This yeah. is really important. Um, it made me think about bell hooks. Uh, just that that whole conversation. One I'm, moment. I'll, Can you I'll talk fin- about mine? We do this thing where we don't finish our statements. I cut you off. Can you finish what you were saying? The way that we the way that we were holding his feet to the fire. What is the same? That, that was like that felt like the right thing. That was like the end of the argument. You know, like that's what we need to do. And I've listened to every sing. I've listened to multiple podcasts respond multiple tweets and everybody is doing this hold his feet to your fire we're responding to him like keep that same energy when the mirror is put back onto you go fuck yourself like get it together tighten up Mm -hmm. and how dare you um but you offered a different you offered like hold up we can't be condemning him with the same with that same um from that same patriarchal view of his value being in what he provides for her i could i i just want to say i did not hear you when you were saying that because that was very very true and it made me think about bell hooks in the world of change which i think we should all read we should all read but she has a statement we need to highlight the role women play in perpetuating and sustaining patriarchal culture so that we will recognize patriarchy as a system women and men support equally even if men receive more rewards from that system dismantling and changing patriarchal culture is work that men and women must do together and so there's this constant um, mirroring that happens. And so whenever I feel fired up to like, whenever we feel fired up to point our finger at somebody, what is it saying about, what is it saying about us? And I feel like there hasn't been this deeper, I, I'm, a, I'm grateful for the way that you responded to that because it made me think a lot like, damn girl, you just... What did, what did um Audrey say? You can't dismantle the house with the same tools or some shit like that. They I built it. They built it. You cannot do it. And it's like we women, we have to really be accountable to um, how we co-create patriarchy because it is a co-creation. It is not us in in, you know, cells at this point being oppressed. And right now, this there is this just really tightly bound projection pattern and co-creation around patriarchy that we are very much involved in. So I'm going to listen to you more and I invite (laughs) other people to listen more when we just want to like see red and think, Oh, she's caping. Um, And yeah, just sit with, sit with what we are feeling so vehemently about what is our actual argument? What is the source of um, validation and, and hurt yeah really that we are trying to itch or we're trying to have validated or like them to be accountable for but i think at the end of the day there's too, nigga. there's a there's a understanding like i think I, what i would have wished i would have seen more of is why would you do that publicly why can't this woman express her sexuality 
or wear this outfit if she's a mom. What does that what does that then say about her? Not you ain't paying her fucking bills. You need to sit the fuck down. You ain't doing shit. It's that those are the same tools that built the problem. So yeah, I I I hear you. Even I less. Even less is what are you feeling? Like how do you are feel you okay? right? Like what how are you are you okay? What, what are came you feeling? up for you? Feel you feel scared? You feel mm-hmm. you feel insecure? You feel small? It's more concern about his experience. And it's not about Kiki. It's really about like, bro, are you good? Cause you're wildin'. What's going on with you? There's a there is a wound or a source. There's a tender, vulnerable thing that was hidden in all of that. And, and it's, I feel like it's not our job to fix it. And I want to be clear about that. It's not a woman's no, job to take that to on and fix. But maybe yeah. what what I I think my question is what would happen if that's how we approached each other? And you and I have learned to approach each other that way. We used to have that tension in our, even in our business relationship. And now there's an inquiry. Are you okay? Are you tired? What's going on? What do you need? How can I help you? What if we did that with people who disappointed us? Yeah. Especially and, men. And it, it goes, that's very, and that's very, very hard to do. So and hard. I, I, that is a whole episode. This has just brought up so much stuff. It's really, really hard to do. And I want to acknowledge and offer space for the women that are like, nah, I don't have it in me to do that. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. But that ain't how we get free. It just isn't. This going to be a long ass episode because I'm playing these motherfucking voicemails, y'all. So stick with the kids. All right. Ready? Hey, ladies. This is Leo. Uh, I've been listening to y'all's podcast quite a bit lately. And um, just had a comment about y'all's episode, y'all's episode about um, do we need men? Um, first of all, I do appreciate y'all opening up and having that having that conversation from what would sound like a very balanced place. And I just think that more women and people in general should be more honest about the whole quote unquote gender wars, men versus women thing. But I just I just have questions for y'all to think about, and, and for everybody else that's listening. Just the first thing, well. What is, as a human being, take away all these titles and descriptions that society has given us. What do you need? Do you need love? Do you need compassion? Is there something internally to you that you need from, internally to you that you need from somebody else, from yourself, from community? Second thing, is there some type of restorative love or mutuality and love that you can provide? for your community, for yourself, for the people around you. And what what does that look like? Because I think what's happened what's happened is there's been so much um there's been so much hurt and harm caused by in from inside and outside of our communities that now we're at a point to where so many people are hurt and just don't know where to allocate those pains and those those traumas and those experiences. It needs to be space for it, but it also needs to be a space for love. So just, just some questions to think about. And I think about these things often as well. Keep up the good work, y'all. So I want to shout Leo out. Shanti, Leo is the, remember the guy, the handsome guy I showed you who listens to the podcast, who is the Southern guy. Remember I sent you his page and, and he wants to talk about bell hooks and the oh, will yeah. to change. This is who, that's who Leo, just called. Leo, you sound cute. Let me objectify you a little bit. On- oh my God. <laughs> Leo? You sound cute. 
<laughs> I apologize. Do you do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, shout out to I think he just summed it up. We literally just said that and then he came through with the I think we need to ask questions around what we need. And I think that's a great point. And we should probably he wants to read the will to change. We have to. We have, but he wants to, maybe we can incorporate him on here because he wants, he keeps asking me to do it and I just don't have the bandwidth to do it outside of here. So Leo, if you're listening, let's get on a call or something. Let's figure out how we can. I feel like it has to be men and women. Yeah, Yeah, it has to be. be. And he's doing that work. But I love um, him saying that, you know, we have so much hurt and we don't know where where to allocate that pain. And so we're just, we're just placing it on each other. So (sighs) more work to be done. Get my cape. All right. Last one. What color should my cape be? I think it should be purple. Hey, Shanti. Hey, Antoinette. Um, I was just listening to the episode where you guys were talking about, do we need men or do we want them? I personally... I believe that we do need them. And I understand, like, the negative connotation behind how strong the word need is. But that's how strong our bond should be with these men that we need. It's it's just so confusing from growing up in the 90s in Connecticut and like everybody wanted to be like with the boyfriend and holding hands and boyfriends would carry your books to class and like they would go all out and now it's just like nobody needs anybody it's so weird trying to navigate that being born in 88 and here we are in 2023 and it's like a whole fucking shit show out here. But, yeah, internet, I agree. We do need our kings. We need them more than we care to admit sometimes. Because sometimes they be having us out here looking stupid. But at the end of the day, we love they raggedy asses, as you would say. And we need them. We need them to be strong in order to help us to be strong. It's just... A give and take. It's like, like you said, an ecosystem. We're all here for a purpose. We all supposed to be riding for each other. And once that starts happening again, I think our beautiful black community will begin to thrive again, especially in the family aspect. But anyway, that's all I had. I love you guys. Keep doing your thing. And hopefully whenever you guys decide to come to Georgia, I will be in the number. All right. Peace. <laughs> Shout out to her. Go ahead, Shanti. No, I don't I don't disagree. I I don't again, it's it's I'm I'm really not gonna sit here and argue over the semantics. I don't think what we were saying is is was different um of, of course we need each other of course. yeah i i think um too i think a couple of because that clip went up today and a couple of comments struck me where people were like well 
you know, this is important outside of romantic relationships. And I think that we were, I hope that we were talking about that as well. And I couldn't agree more that um, a relationship is a relationship and it doesn't have to be romantic and we need each other. I also saw a lot of people saying like, you know, I'll survive. I, I've been surviving. Like I, I need means that I, if I don't have you, I can't survive. And so my only thing pushback, not really pushback. I guess my question to that is like, or not even a question for me. I'm, I don't want to survive anymore. Like I want to thrive. I want to prosper. I want to frolic. I want to float. I want to like enjoy my life. And so in my mind, the survival thing, like, yeah, I can do it. Of course I can do it, but there's, I don't know. I think there's a collective community around me that I need in order to really take off, take flight. So I think we were saying the same thing, but without further ado, we're 46 minutes in. So we'll be taking the break Monty before the voicemails. And we'll probably add another break here. Um, just to, you know, break this thing on up. So I'll put that in the notes and then we'll be right back with our very special guest. Okay. Do you want to sing for the break or no? After these messages, we'll be right back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. And we are back and joined by our very special guest, who I am so excited to have on. Mr. Branford Jones is here. Hello, Philadelphian. I can. uh, I I love your intro. (laughs) I ain't even do it yet. I know, but even even that was great. Even that was great. (laughs) Listen, you all, I know that you all know who this gentleman is. You just don't realize you know who he is. He is the genius behind one of my absolute favorite IG pages, which is they have the range. 
And Bran- Branford has decided to grace us with his presence. And he does not do interviews. He's trying to act like he's shy. But I don't really think he is. I think that he just scared he's going to say some shit that might get him in trouble. But we will edit that get the, out. Get the people going. Get it provocative. Make it See, provocative now. that's somebody who don't care about you. All right? You got to work it's with okay. these people. I went to Temple University. I'm very media trained. So let's go. <laughs> Shout out to Philly. All right. Shout so out. first up, for all for those of you who don't know, pick up your phones right now. Go to IG and type in They Have the Range. And you've seen it. His stuff gets shared. I comment. All of the celebrities follow him. Anybody who's anybody knows about this page. And if you mm-hmm. love music, you know about this page. You know his work. And I'm very grateful for your work because I've discovered folks on there. And sometimes I just sit there and smile. Like in the evening, I just sit there and scroll and I'm like, cheesing. And I will say I came to know who you were. And I think I can say this now. Um, there was a time when Hotels first came out that I was helping Jazz with her social media. And so I kept seeing this page just <laughs> repping jazz. And I was like, girl, and she was already following you from her account. And I was like, do you know this account? And she was like, no, but it's dope. Like I go on there and I listen to like the singers and stuff that they post. And they post like, you know, the real singers, like the background singers, like you're, you're in mm-hmm. the mix. Like mm-hmm. you're not just like, oh, the people that are in the forefront. You're like, right. no, have you heard this songwriter? Do you know this producer? You know, this gospel artist, you see this little girl at church. So I think that I don't know how it happened, but I, you and I just became friendly. I was always yeah. commenting yeah. on my personal account on your page. And I think that you put it together that I was her friend. And then we like ran into each other at shows. Yeah, and well, just like I mean, I recognize was great. Yeah, I recognized that you were, you know, on the album because you were one of the voices. Oh, right. There was vis- oh, right. visual. I was like, <laughs> I be forgetting it. I'm like, how you know that? How you know it was me? You're right. You're right. Okay. That makes so, sense. Yeah, that yeah, makes yeah, more sense. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it does. Um, but I, I mean, I couldn't help it because you, oh, you were always in the comments anyway, so. Always. I'm like, yeah, same girl. And number I'm five only, and number six. And I'm an only child, so I'm really good with faces. I don't, oh wow! Is that I'm only terrible. Child thing? I think so. I'm really good with faces. Like I just, I remember one time I was driving in tennis with my mom. I saw my uncle David like jogging past us. I was like, "Mom, it's Uncle David," and she was like, "No, it wasn't." And then she called him and was like, "Yeah, it was." Like I don't know. It's just like a weird thing <laughs> that I just I know. That's a, face. a skill that I need to have. I don't yeah. have that skill. I forget people like that, and it's terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, I want to know. For how many you're close to a million followers we on are. IG we're, at this we're point, at right? Eighty six, yeah. That's wow. why. And when did you, when did you yeah, start did you the page? Two thousand sixteen. But it wasn't wow. it wasn't on Instagram originally. I started on Facebook. Wow. And for the first two years I was on Facebook posting. I wasn't posting anywhere else except Facebook. And then in two thousand eighteen. And then you took it to Instagram? In two thousand eighteen. It was like I dropped a bomb. And it just was like whoosh. And just here we went are. crazy. Literally. So literally. then what's what was the mission and vision behind they have the range? Okay, so there wasn't a mission and vision. Literally. <laughs> I was I was in 2016 of August. I was sitting on Twitter. I saw a thread uh about different black women who have the range and who don't have the range and i was already working in social media and i don't know the thought just 
ran across my mind. It was like, yo, that would be a dope like Instagram page. And at first, mm-hmm. it was going to be called She Has the Range. Um, but I was like, well, no, everyone's thing. So let's call it a day. So it includes everybody. And then I went to Canva. I made this little logo thing that said they have the range. It was so basic. I went and got every handle that I could find. And yeah, I posted uh, a video of an Asian choir singing total praise in their native tongue um, on Facebook and it went viral. Um, but what really launched, um, they had the range was I posted another video of one of the Pace sisters singing Amazing Grace and Cracker Barrel and I posted it and it was doing well. Um, now if you remember back in like 2015, 2014, there was this, um, white lady that was on Ellen and she got on Ellen because she posted this video of her buying a Chewbacca mask. Um, and laughing hysterically. And it got like millions and millions of views. Um, long story oh, short, she's like this super uber Christian on Facebook. She saw the post. She shared it. Put a little message. And once she shared it, boom. Like uh, triple wow. platinum. It went triple platinum. <laughs> and <laughs> that's literally. And that's how it started. I think it had like like 100,000 shares or something like that. It was crazy. And yeah, it just was going there. I was like, "Whoa, okay, this this could this could be something." Because at that time, I told nobody. I told no one. Not even my parents knew. I was just like, "Okay." And then as time went on, I started telling some friends. I was like, "Hey, have you seen this page before?" And they were like, "Yeah, I love that page." I was like, "Yeah, that's me." Um, and they were like, "What?" And I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> That's that's my page. And they were like, wait, like I I I love that page. So yeah, we did that in two thousand at the end of 2017, going into 2018, Facebook was having some issues with copyright stuff. Um so I had to pivot. Mm-hmm. Um and then I went to Instagram and started posting and I had like two thousand followers kind of, you know, on the page because I think people were like looking it up, like, oh, is this on Instagram too? And um, I was like, all right, well, let's start posting, you know, on there regularly. And yeah, so while this is all happening, I was working for another company in Philly, a music startup company. I got let go. Um, mm. And I had a, I took a month to myself. I, I talked to God. I prayed. I meditated. I started traveling by myself because at that time I was putting I was putting every everybody and everything in front of what I wanted. Um, so I, at that time, I felt like I didn't have a voice. Um, mm-hmm. So I told God, I said, okay, this is doing well on Facebook. I think I have something. So I'm going to go balls to the wall with it. And we're going to see what happens. And here we are, six years later. And here we are. What is your relationship with music? You said you were working. Yeah, so I'm, you know, well, first it starts with my name. So my name, Branford, I'm named after Branford Marsalis, who is a known yeah, jazz musician. Um, my parents are major jazz fans. Uh, my mother could play the piano. Um, my father <clears throat> played the clarinet and electric guitar. Um, so, and he's a videographer. So music was always in my home. And I'm a church kid. Um, shout out to Salem mm-hmm. Baptist Church of Jenkintown, now in Roslyn. 
Um, so I went to you know in a historical black church in Philadelphia um, where Martin Luther King um, spoke at. Um, started in 1844, um, sorry 1884, excuse me, um, by slaves, um, and wow. it started in Jenkintown, and it was a small house, and it's been around ever since. And you know, I I feel like it. Me being in music was ordained over my life. You know, my parents named me after a jazz musician. So when I, you know, fell into it, like, you know, it is, it is what it is, you know? Uh, so I started, you know, I grew up playing the clarinet as well. Uh, I grew up playing the piano. My Aunt Marie taught me how to play the piano. Um, and I did that all the way up until ninth grade um, because they wouldn't let me, they wouldn't let me take band and chorus uh in high school at the same so time I had, I had to choose yeah so i chose mm-hmm. chorus i was like i'm the i'm the better singer than uh <laughs> than a clarinet player so let's go do that um but i was and the clarinet as hard as hell very very but i feel like <laughs> but i feel like the best singers are also um folks who can play an instrument outside of piano because mm-hmm. playing the clarinet your your breath control has to be top tier mm-hmm. you know um so yeah now while all of that was happening i also was doing musical theater so when the light bulb really went off for me outside of church and being in church choirs it's when i played rooster and annie in sixth grade and that's when it was like ding okay this is this is where i belong this is where i can make other people happy this is where i make myself happy um Mm. and yeah i mean i was doing musical theater i was doing i was singing in church um i was in chorus and i was playing instruments so i was musicked out there was there was nothing that part of music that wasn't in my life growing up and so now i think it's so i think it's really beautiful that you told the story too about the woman who gave you like that kind of viral uh posting you know and made Mm. that a thing for you because that's essentially what you're doing for other folks Mm. yeah like you you're giving folks a platform and I want to get into that because I, I want to ask you about your like your most memorable moments with your platform. I know yeah. that, you know, you were behind the Can We Talk challenge, you know, where you're giving all of these artists. Now, I want to correct that. I want to correct that because if Tank sees it, I don't want to come after me. So I didn't do the Can We Talk challenge, oh, but I did some others. You didn't do that because I are you being I PC? Because I, I, no, I saw no, it no, I, I swear to, I swear okay. to God, Tank did that. Tank did that. Right. I swear to God, Tank did that one. Then you did but the Mariah Carey one. I did the Mariah Carey one, but you can give me the and credit. You partnered for, with her. I did. You see, ask a question on the internet. What'd you say? I did. He partnered with her. Like they, yeah. there are artists coming to him yeah. because it's a it's promotion for them as well. So I yeah. I need to like who are the artists. That you're yeah. that you've worked with, okay. that they're then saying like Mariah Carey's team hits right. you up and says we want to promote right. X, and you're like, right. okay, cool, I'll do a challenge. But right. then on the backside of that, you have these amazing singers submitting, yeah. and then you're giving mm-hmm. them this platform to yeah. that just boosts them, and who yeah. knows what gigs they're getting after that, and yeah. the follows and the this and it's amazing. It's yeah. like such a a beautiful space it's such a safe space too because yeah. I, mm-hmm. I the thing that i love is i never see negativity in your comments <laughs> i only sometimes, ever see, and i don't know sometimes you don't see them maybe you i monitor see them. it okay okay, okay. Here, i don't so here's, see it i yeah. just see people celebrating folks yes but no i've definitely my blacklist is probably very long 
Um, okay. Because here's the thing. When I post an artist, I take on the responsibility of protecting them from nasty comments. Mm. Um, mm. Because it's already such a... Being an artist is such a, already a hard thing. Um, we know how social media comments can have a really effect on the mental, right? And yeah. I, am I perfect? No, I'm definitely not perfect. Have I said some things that I probably should not have said? Yes, um, but I'm trying to be better and I'm trying to evolve um, and make sure that it is a safe space. But one thing I will not tolerate is disrespect. Um, so I have no problem, you know, popping in the comments and refuting something that someone said out of ignorance um that's mm. just me um but yeah no to answer your question um yeah uh oof. well i mean the, so shout out low-key i know this is not a good thing to say but shout out to covid because covid is what birthed the singing challenges um <laughs> yeah. yeah because i had to keep people engaged and i was like well what the hell am i gonna do um because i was trying to do events and stuff and covid shut all that down mm. and for me i was like all right you know what i was gonna do a singing challenge just when i hit 500k but i didn't do it um so i was like let's just do it now and i started off with the key change challenge and that was the very first one again went to canva shout out to canva uh <laughs> for getting me all the materials and assets that i need i know that's right um and i just made a list of songs that have you know bomb ass key changes and i put a list i made the rules say here's the hashtag and let it rip and see who was gonna do it and from the very first post, it was, again, like, I just dropped oh, a, a mini bomb, and people were just like, oh, my God, this is so good, like, yada, yada, yada. So I would say the three artists that I work with on challenges that I work directly with that have been amazing, um, one was Missy Elliott. Um, oh, really? That was, I did the Missy challenge, and that was the first artist that I did a challenge with that reposted, like, my announcement ever. Um, and she posted it on her page and then she reposted some of the singers that were doing the challenge. So while they were getting visibility with me, they were also getting visibility with her and her okay. audience. Um, and she posted it on Twitter. I didn't even ask her to do that. I just thought she was going to do Instagram. So she went above and beyond. Um, but that's the kind of person that Missy is, you know, and she's always yeah. shown us that she's that kind of person, um, okay. that will, if the music is good and she, and, and you inspire her, she's going to put you on that summer jam screen stage for the right reason. <laughs> um, and yeah, that, that was one of the, that was like one of my favorite moments. I couldn't believe that to get, I mean, I grew up on Missy. I was, I remember playing, uh, under construction, on a boombox in gym in elementary school and we would sit and listen to it during gym like i remember that like you know what i mean so to have someone like that co-sign me and also say this platform is good enough to work with meant everything mm. um the second person i would say uh really working with but i'll get to acknowledge of course when jasmine acknowledged the Jasmine Sullivan Challenge. Now, I will say this. I did not start the Jasmine Sullivan Challenge, but I breathed new life no, into did. it. I breathed new life you into did. it, right? There was a girl from the UK that started it, that did it, but it had died down. Like, it died down. And then when I posted it, that's when everyone started doing it again, right? Because she um, did her little video. Yes. Because she and was that, like, I see y'all want this, fine. Right. <laughs> right. That mm -hmm. moment was very special for I me. I edited that video. And I was like, I think you did the run wrong. 
<laughs> she I'm, did, I'm but weak. it was fine. Um, but she did do it wrong. <laughs> the insecure one, right? I thought. Listen, you said it. I, I thought whatever she she, she does everything it. right. She was like, I probably did, but whatever, it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> she just uh, put it out. Yeah, <laughs> but that moment meant a lot. Um, because people knew knew how much I how how much I love jazz and which me being from Philly and us having that connection, you know, growing up, you know, listening to her, mm-hmm. but also playing tennis with her brother. Um, and just what that meant. And I, I understood that Jasmine deserves the fucking world because she's been putting in so much hard work and she hasn't been getting the mm-hmm. acknowledgement that she deserves. She got her things now, but you know, she should have been got it when she first came out. Um, and in I my feel opinion, like you were a big part of that. Yeah. I, I do. And I, I, I think that like you were a huge part of her getting more visibility online and being like, yeah. yo, wait a minute. How, like, did we all forget? And then hotels drops and it's like, right. Exactly. All right. Now we got to really like rally behind her and Listen, make sure she gets her thing. I was, I was yeah. prepared. I was ready to go to war and she didn't get her Grammy. <laughs> and I posted <laughs> about it. I would have went into, um, <laughs> what is his name? Um, Harvey Mason Jr. I would have went into his DMs and said, count your days. Because oh, what are threat. you doing? Not life threat. Literally. <laughs> and we were at dawn. And I had the rest of, they had the range. They was ready. I said, they were. They were ready. They was like, listen, if she don't get it. But you know what? Just like Kanye <laughs> said, who knows what would happen because I won. And that's the same thing that happened. There she won. Go. And she got two. Which, you, you know what I mean? So, yeah, that was a really special moment. And then working with Brandy, of course. Yeah. I mean, Brandy, Brandy, Um, and, you know, having a moment with her um, during the B7 listening on YouTube and hearing her excitement about me and my page um, and knowing that, again, that's another person that raised me musically without without jazz, without Missy, without Brandy. There would be no, they have the range. These are the people that mm-hmm. taught me what music was and how to be good at music. These are people that I've studied, that I continue mm-hmm. to study, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that was, that was a really special moment. And to have to do that with her um, was, was one of my favorite moments. But again, my, I guess my favorite moment, and we talked about this earlier, is the Mariah Carey Challenge. Huge. Um, <laughs> That, that... Look at your face. <laughs> I still can't believe it. You know what I mean? How like, does it's that crazy. happen? How so, did that happen? So, but let me let me tell the story about, like, why it's a full circle moment for me. So, okay. I feel like I'm... I was born in 91. And yeah. most of your... Most of our parents had the giant stereo with the glass door. Of course. Yeah. That he had the cassette... The radio, and then you mm-hmm. had the six, um, six track CD changer, CD changer mm-hmm. right? <laughs> so my, I don't know what my mom or my dad was on during this time, but the first real album that I digested, other than my mom playing oldies in the car with me, or her playing Luther or the Delphonics, um, or Anita Ward's Ring My Bell, um, or Smokey Robinson, who my mom adores, um was Mariah Carey's Music Box. 
Oh, so such I a was old Mariah. Yes, oh. dream, dream lover Mariah, right? Come rescue me. When I tell you I wore that album out, <laughs> like my parents were like, "Can you, can you, can you relax?" But like, it just was. That was one of my first memories of music that I digested. Like I know that album front to back, like every ad lib, every background. I just know it, and like. It's it's one of those albums like Full Moon that I know front to back, or like Usher's Confessions that I know front to back, um, mm. and so that that made me a fan. So I supported all throughout, you know, me being what six to thirty one years old. So at thirty one years old, on my birthday, <gasps> being able to. Wow. Being having her do a collaborative announcement post with me. Wow. I'm not an Apple Music. I'm not a Spotify. I don't yeah. even got a blue check. Yeah. And her yeah. being open to announce that with me and commenting on the on the post and sharing the videos and her story, man, that was <laughs> I yeah. That's a full circle moment for me. Um and that's also like my parents got it. They were like, "Okay, okay, Mariah Carey." Okay, <laughs> okay, <laughs> like you, you did your big one, son. You did it. <laughs> like mm-hmm. they, 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 they got it. That was. I mean, I yeah, I was I was actually at Adam Blackstone's event in Philly when that happened. Oh, tell the people who Adam Blackstone is oh, because Adam Blackstone. I, I talk about this all the time and I'm okay. like wherever you see a live band for any kind of show of any substance, yep. he is ADing it basically or MDing yes. it basically. Yes. So ahead. Adam is a musical genius. He is one of the best <laughs> musical directors to ever live in my opinion. Um he has mm-hmm. worked with every one of your favorite artists from Rihanna to mm-hmm. Jay-Z to hell he done Jasmine Sullivan stuff. Um he is he is uh top 2 and he ain't number 2. Every um, Grammy, every Super Bowl, okay. every Oscar, yes. every Emmy is yes. him baby him. up him. there playing him and getting the and band together. Yes, yes and 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 giving people and amazing arrangements to bring their music to life on stage. Um, so it's a, yeah. it is a, I'm grateful for him. It's a blessing to know him. Um, and he has taken me under his wing as a mentee and has poured into me. And I'm forever grateful for him. Uh, but during his event in Philly, that's when I was on my phone and I was waiting for Mariah to accept the collaborate the collaboration accepting, and she did. And I nearly ran around <laughs> that building, like literally. I was with Ashley Mapp, who was of the Grammy chapter in Philly, and I was with my good friend Kevin Michael, who's an amazing singer songwriter, um, who I work with right now. Um, and yeah, I they were with me, and my mentor Marshall Mitchell was there as well. Um, and I, I, it makes me emotional to think about it because it just means so much. Um, cause I was, just, I was waiting for someone to really like take a chance, um, mm-hmm. and really like put something behind me. Um, and she did and she agreed to everything that I asked. Um, there was no pushback. And you, you reached out to so, her or they, no, her team reached out um, to you? They reached out to us. So, oh, yeah. I'm so, so proud of you. Are you doing so, this by yourself at yeah, this point? Like yeah, these, these curations, you're the one, 
nobody understands. I mean, we we post memes and stuff, and the thought and the curation and the organization that goes into that is like it's child. So you're the one that's handling all of that. Yeah. Yeah, just me. That's amazing. Um, He's amazing. You know, a part of it, yes, is hard work, but it also doesn't feel like work. Yeah. Um, and then also, yeah. too, my memes at the end. That's how I get my joy out They're of it. Great. <laughs> like, They're great. They're great. I used to. I really don't understand. I, I'll be sitting here cracking up 20 minutes before I post it. Because I'm like, they're going to laugh at this one. <laughs> they're going to like this one. If I'm being honest, when I was mm-hmm. helping Jazz with her social, I used to go to your page to steal some of the memes for when I would do her stories. Yeah. And I would need like a reaction kind of face. And I'd be like, what are you doing? I, I peeped. I peeped. <laughs> I, peeped. I was like. You saw it? I'd be like, ah. Well, they were also on Twitter as well. But I would be right, stealing right, them everywhere. And I'd right. be like, I don't know where else to look. Let me listen, go over here. Listen, no. I- your listen, meme game is real good. Listen, I, 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 I deep dive <laughs> and I like I just try to find things that are like hilarious because it's like there's always and a reaction so for black. how you feel. Yeah, that's that's yeah. that's really they're it. Hella, it's like if you're a part of the culture, you get it immediately. Exactly. Like, like there's mm-hmm. there's one I recently did. There was like a white woman. I think they had her watching. It was like from a, like a YouTube video of like it's like a BuzzFeed or something like that. And she was like wiping her face and she was like, wow. Academy Award winning, it. like it's just like stuff like that <laughs> that like get me. <laughs> it's just like this is hilarious because this is actually how I feel. Like this shit is good. Like this shit is amazing, you know. But I just like I like to add that element of laughter because like I just feel like we with such negativity on social media, like you really gotta find something to laugh at to make you feel good. So while you're getting the chills from the singing, I want you to laugh. At the end, too, yeah. just to be like it's you know, a double, a double so whammy of positivity yeah. and joy, you know? Yeah, yeah. So we're we're gonna play a game with you, and I hope okay. it remains positive. But okay. before okay. we do that, because I'm okay. really looking forward to this game. Okay. Before we do that, um, I want to know, and I'm sure the people want to know, and if you want to share, mm-hmm. like what what's next? What's your vision? Where what's else? Next? It's so okay. it's such an annoying question. It's okay. Yeah. Um, so you know, the main goal was to really try to get to a million to start doing things because we know in this industry it's all about your numbers, right? Um, but so I'll just say this original music is coming. Um, not by <gasps> me, but it'll be A and R'd by me and it'll be some stuff will okay. be written by me and arranged by me. Um, but it'll be with your favorite producers, your favorite singers. Um, just to kind of doing the same thing that I've kind of been doing, right? Where they have the range. I feel like if I've been able to curate music posts, let's let's take a crack at curating some actual original music. So that's next. Yes. Um, we're gonna be doing some events around the country and overseas. Shout out to London, y'all have been loving on me so much. Shout out to the Philippines, y'all go hard, wow. y'all ride for me. Shout out to New Zealand and Australia. Um, shout out to the Somalian. Uh, I'm saying that so wrong. Um, so Samoan um, community, right? Did I say that right? Okay. Samoan. Samoan. Uh, Sam- am I saying that right? Samoan. 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 It's all good. Samoan. Okay. Samoan. It doesn't matter. Um, it's okay. I, I apologize. <laughs> um, <laughs> shout out to y'all. They go hard for me too, um, and I always go hard for them because they they are some singing ass folks. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm just trying to really, you know 
make they have the range a household name and we're gonna do some events hopefully one day in the future we get our we have our own music festival uh one day in the future we have our own award show um and and so much more um you know the real end goal for me what i think i want to leave my legacy as is i want to get into um legislation i want the american government to be funding music in every school um because we know how important music is and we can't and i feel like as america we have to value the arts again and we have to understand what necessary skills can come with being artistic and how Mm -hmm. that can Mm -hmm. um you know also bleed into other sections of your life um especially being a musician it takes discipline um, and we know how important discipline um, is for in other areas of your life. Um, so, you know, hopefully one day, you know, I can get to that part of the journey um, and make sure that every child um, can experience what how important music is to the world and how how and how it's made, how it's impacted me and, you know, made me the man I am today. I am so fucking proud of <laughs> you it makes you. it it just uh seriously because you're uh, you're giving people a platform yeah. you're celebrating uh the art form that is just near and dear to all of our hearts yeah. and then you're also basically a resource for all of our like favorite <laughs> artists yeah. to go and be like okay who do i want to work with yeah. what background singers i need who i yeah. need to help me re- reference mm-hmm. this song for me like yeah you 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 are you i think that your reach and um i don't even know that that we quite understand it the way that you're changing people's yeah. lives like i know yeah. for a fact that artists go on your page and they look for singers and people to collaborate with wow. at, through your page. I know wow. for a fact, like I, okay. I'm, I've watched it happen where they're wow. like, let me see. I'm looking wow. for DM this person, DM wow. that person, see if they're available for this date. Wow. So it's, you're, it's amazing. So you That's should crazy. be so proud of yourself. Yeah. I just, I just try to stay in gratitude, which I learned from Duran. Shout out to Duran Bernard. Um, Love Duran, obsessed. Obsessed. Yeah, he needs to, he would oh. he would definitely do y'all podcast. So you need to get him on. I'll, For I'll real? make that con- I'll make that connection. I love him. So, I, he's touring with Erica. Yeah, I'll I make saw I'll him make that con- I'll make that connection. Um but yeah, I'm just trying to stay gratitude, you know, um stay, you know, super grateful because I get to do what I love. Um and I you know, I I I meet people every day. For those who recognize me, they they definitely come up and talk to me. I still get weird about it because I'm just like, uh, like <laughs> I, I don't want to be famous. This is not. I didn't do it for this. Um, because I, I easily could have been. I could have put my face out there. I could have been. This is me. This is mine. Yada yada yada. But I didn't want it to be about me because it doesn't need to be about me. Um, when it needs to be about me, it will. But right now, um, it doesn't. I just want to focus on the craft and I want to, you know, kind of throwback to what I grew up on, right? Um, the music programming for black folks was Soul Train, was 106 on Park, and, you know, we don't really have those mm-hmm. things anymore. So I want to just add to that legacy, you know? Well, adding to it... Oh, something's happening. Apologize that we're in Philly Shout out streets, to Philly. okay? It's okay. <laughs> adding to that, let's let's play. Since, since 
Oh, here we go. And it's they're not hard. They're not okay. hard. But okay. we usually do this like game of with with our guests. Mm-hmm. We usually do rapid fire questions. And I was like, mm-hmm. you know what? I want to do a different version. And it doesn't have to be rapid. But okay. I do want to play a game where a friend of ours, Clint Coley, has a podcast. Okay. Um, and Clint, music Clint's is from Philly. Language. Right? Clint's, Clint's from, from Philly. Philly. Yeah, with the Temple University, it's I think so a- too. It's crazy, right? Did he go to Temple? I think he went to Temple. I don't even remember it. I'm the worst. But he had he had posted a couple of really hard questions where he Okay. And I and I they stumped me. I was like, I can't answer this. So okay. I'm gonna ask questions like that to you. Okay. I think the first okay. one I okay. kind of stole from him. Let me go to it. Okay. Um, why can't I'm I find I'm it? Lo- I'm a little anxiety. nervous. Don't be nervous. <laughs> okay. Okay. Ready? You are curating uh, a concert and you mm. only have slots for three uh, groups. Okay. Okay. So you have to cut one of these groups. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. You have Jodeci. Mm-hmm. You have Drew Hill. Mm-hmm. You have Boys to Men. Mm-hmm. And you have New Edition. Okay. I'm cutting Jodeci. Ooh! <laughs> he cut Jack. Oh. Now, wait, now wait, wait, wait. Is this is this now or like in their prime? Listen, well, that's a good question. Prime, prime, prime. They're they're prime them in their, at their in their best selves. Yes, prime, prime time. Okay, who are, who are they again? You said Jodeci, Jodeci, Drew mm-hmm. Hill, mm-hmm. Boys to Men, New Edition. There's no good answer, so you can still stay with the one you had. Come on now. Damn. Look at you um, stressed. It's dead air. And this isn't our prime. Uh, I am going. I'm going based off this is this is this is the they had the range answer. Okay. I'm going to cut off new edition. Oh okay. I agree. Okay. I agree. I agree. I agree too. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Now, wow. but if it's okay. if it's but if it's now, I'm cutting Joe to see. Interesting. Okay, absolutely. New edition puts on a good show. Unfortunately, in these days, and Joe to see, we know what had happened. Yes, over there. Mm-hmm. Yes, blessings be upon us. Yes. Um. So I have a follow up question to that. Okay. Now, so you, so you, let's say you cut new edition. Mm-hmm. Who is the headliner? Mm-hmm. And then how? What's the order of the beginning acts? Okay. Joe to see, Drew Hill, Boys to Men. So I'm, I'm gonna do this. Mm. So Drew Hill will be the opener. Okay. Because they are, and I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the traditional person because out of all the, out of all of them, they are the babies of the group. So we're gonna do Drew okay. Hill, right? I'm we're talking about their prime, already. right? Then we're mm-hmm, gonna do Boys mm-hmm. to Men, just to slow things down, right? Slow it down and kind of, you know, just mellow it out a little bit, you know, because you know Drew Hill's gonna turn them up and they're gonna be doing a tell me bounce and all that stuff. So we're gonna do, you know, <laughs> some of that. And then I'm gonna bring out the ever so crazy, so with, you know, sex fuel Jodeci to turn all the women up at yeah. the end. So they go home all hot and bothered and ready for the next show that they had the Rangers putting on. So we're gonna have we're gonna have Jodeci headline because I know they're gonna get up there and turn it out to end. So the show. Boys the Men is in the middle. Boys the Men's in the middle. Okay. 
Shanti, do you agree with that? Um, Jodeci is closing. Um, Boys to Men is the opening. What? Sorry. Yeah. And then I would Boys put Boys to Men is it's opening, opening and I put Jodeci. Hill. Yeah, I can't do that. That's just no my personal personal way. preference. Call in everybody. Can't do that. Stone her. Question though, no way. who should open? What What is your take on the SWV and Escape? Um, SWV. Okay. Should what? They're opening or they're the headliner? Headliner. Agreed. Wow. And listen, you don't love, agree with that? I, I love, I love Escape, but let, let's be very here. See, 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 this is why you'll get me in trouble. But I'm gonna just say this: this is the last, <laughs> this is the last, not last thing I'm gonna say that's not media trained. Um, Escape, Escape's music has not had the same impact that SWV's music has. Because you can literally just say, whose music is still getting sampled? Mm -hmm. I couldn't agree more. Yes. Who's remaking uh, Escape Records? No one, right? I think they're a wonderful (laughs) group. I think they can sing. Um, I'm glad they're still performing. Candy's a a, a brilliant songwriter, and she has made some of our Mm -hmm. favorite records. But when it comes Mm -hmm. to SWV... They have been overlooked for so long that no, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. We're not, we're not, they're not on the same playing field at, at all when it comes to the actual bodies of work. Say it. Drop the mic. All right. I got another question for you. Okay. <clears throat> Who is the most underrated R&B singer of the following? Okay. Kelly Price. Tamia. Mm-hmm. Shante Moore, mm-hmm. let us see. Who has not gotten the things that belong to them? Wow, that's a really difficult question. I know. Oh I, t- I worked really hard on these. Look at him. Dead air. Shanti, say something. Sing. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say Shante Moore. Wow. Because I will say that Kelly Price has has records that she's been on she's been on timeless records like as we lay heartbreak hotel um mm. her spot is cemented um mm. you know what i mean um she still you know really remains relevant not saying that they aren't but they are right let us see um she when they need her to do she's something, they, they give her the phone call. You know what I mean? Like she's, mm-hmm. yeah, I would say she's more than R&B too, right? Yeah. Um, I, I would say her voice, like even with the Nina Simone stuff that she's been doing, um, I feel like. She's a jazz lady yeah, too. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? I think she's she's not just strictly R&B. You can't really box her in. Um, but I feel like people people really respect Legacy. You know what I mean? Um, and then Tamia, I mean, Tamia has been on some of the biggest records ever, like officially missing you. Um, like, you know what I mean? But I feel like Shantae, Shantae has Shantae, you know, Shantae's got a man, but I feel like I wish that more producers and songwriters really ran to her and gave her mm-hmm. not better records but really good records like like they they like like they went in going and saying we're going to get you a hit you know what i mean you yeah. have the voice you have the chops and i feel like 
they didn't do that when they should have. So I feel like she's probably the most underrated. And I, and I love Shantae. Shantae has been nothing but sweet to me. Um, I can call her and we have great conversations. She's always been super supportive. Um, when I asked her to do the Luther Vandross challenge, she did it. And, you know, so that's, that's my baby. And I really feel like she, they, I feel like, you know, yeah, she's had success and people go see her. Um, but I feel like she should have been done better by the industry. In the, in the folks Agreed. who are in it. Wonderful, thoughtful answer. Yeah. Agreed. All right. Absolutely. Better wedding song. Ooh. For You, Kenny okay. Lattimore. Okay. Love You for Life, Jodeci. Okay. Or Let's Get Married, Jagged Edge. For You, Kenny Lattimore, without a choice. Thank you. It's that is, so good. That is, that is one of the most <laughs> thoughtful lyrically records that i've ever heard in my life um it's a song that that is timeless um the words will never go out of the lyrics will never go out of style um and i feel like if someone says they feel that way about you or they send that song to you and dedicate it to you you truly know that person loves you for you I love so, that. So yeah, I okay. mean, and then Kay Lattimore sang the hell out of that song. So yeah, sang it down. Okay, like All right. crazy. <clears throat> you have the these artists are doing a final fail, farewell concert okay. all on okay. the same night. Okay. Okay. You cannot okay. make it to multiple concerts. Okay. Who are you going to see? Oh, the artists God. are Sade, mm-hmm. Anita Baker. Mm-hmm. Babyface. Now, why would you do this after the whole debacle? Why would Shanti sit back and suck her teeth on like this, the internet? <laughs> why would you ask me these artists? Okay. Um. <laughs> okay. Um. My dad's, my dad's, my dad's a Sade girl, so um, I know that would be his choice, but that's not going to be my choice. Um, I, lo- I, I love what she has given to the world in her artistry, um, but the training it, on you, I am when impressed. It comes, <laughs> when it comes to <laughs> black music in America, um, I'm going to go with Babyface. I knew it. And the reason why I'm going to go over Babyface is because he has done so much outside of just him. Mm. So we have After Mm. Seven, we have Brandy, we have Tony Braxton, we have the Soul Food soundtrack, we have the Waiting to Exhale soundtrack, we have, Mm. you know, Karen White, we have Bobby, Kevin Tamble, we have Bobby Brown. Um, we have even stuff he did with Mariah Carey. I wish there was a performance of him and Mariah doing Every Time I Close My Eyes because that's one of my oh. favorite records. Um, so just what Babyface has given us, um, and if he plans on doing all of those records in, um, conjunction with his own, that is going to be a show of a lifetime. And if it's a farewell show... I'm pretty sure he's going to go grab those folks he's to come sing those records. Out. And while I love Anita Baker, and I feel like she has Sweet Love, it's one of the greatest love songs that was ever made. Um, it's a limited 
show because she's it's it's gonna be her music, right? Um, and with Babyface, it's not gonna be as limited because he's done so much that it's gonna be him. It's gonna basically gonna be a yeah. Babyface and Friends concert. Yeah. So that's my thinking. Well, points made. Very good. Chanti, do you agree? I agree wholeheartedly, but but I love Sade, so I would go see I Sade. But everything Sade. that you said from a is very reasonable, very true. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. Speaking of babyface, producers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Rank them. All right. Who you call in first? Who you call in second? Who you call in third? Okay. Babyface. Quincy Jones. No, okay. I don't want like that question. Not okay. rank them. Who you call in? Okay. I'm gonna re- rephrase that. Okay. Who? Just rank them in general. Okay. In terms of just their catalog. Okay. Babyface. Okay. Quincy Jones. Okay. Teddy Riley. Okay. So it's gonna be Teddy Riley coming in number three. Okay. I love him. I love him again. Okay. Babyface is just that. Um, number two. And it's going to be Quincy Jones because Michael Jackson. I love you. There's, you get there's, it. There's no way. But also Quincy Jones also for We of the World. Um, it's just that was a moment. Quincy and Jones I, and what? I missed what you we said. We of the world. world. We are the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's also what we're missing from today's artists too. Um, there. I don't know if we can do a, a, a you know, we are the world. I don't know if we can do, you know, songs like that. You know, so to be able to put something like that together and to make everyone sound good and to do something like that, I think is is really special. But I mean, Thriller. I mean, Thriller. Thriller. Hello, Frank Sinatra. Right. Hello, soundtrack. Like he gave us soundtracks, baby. Yeah. Quincy yeah. gave us Frank fucking Sinatra. And also gave us Secret Garden. You can't mm-hmm. tell me nothing. You right. can't tell me nothing about that man. That is yeah. the greatest of all time. Yep. You're brilliant. All right. Uh, let's get slightly. I just want you t- to know you're making internet so happy. You, you are making really me excited. so happy. So you have I no thank idea. You. I just want to thank you for how <laughs> you are scratching an itch for her. Okay. Such an and good work by you, internet. <laughs> Shut up. All right. Runs. All right. Mm-hmm. You, oh God. Are you ready for oh. this one? Mm-hmm. Your life depends on the cleanest <laughs> runs. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I want you to order these and who you calling? Okay. Now, now this is hard. All right. Okay. Okay. Brandy. Mm-hmm. Jasmine. Mm-hmm. Kiki Wyatt. Mm-hmm. Lettucey. Mm-hmm. Yeba. Mm. And Mackenzie. I ain't even throw Avery in there. I just kept it all women, but I leave it alone. And I didn't throw the background singers because ain't nobody gonna know what I'm talking about. But okay, <laughs> take. A I breath. ain't answering that. Take a breath. So I would say this: Kiki is not a runner girl. Um, she can do them, mm. but she has she's known for her belting. Um, mm. at least in my in my mind. Right, she can run, okay. but she's she's known for that squall, that that belt from her chest, right? That's gonna pierce, right? And then maybe popping up into that falsetto and head voice. So we are gonna put her at the bottom. Now, Kiki, I love That's you. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying you can't run, 
but this is just a very specific question. You, you like Jennifer Hudson, are known for those big notes, and we love a girl who can do big notes because that matters. Yes. Um, Okay, I'm gonna do Mackenzie next. Mackenzie is a brilliant singer, great runs. Um, but I, I think I really love her tone more, like her airy, oh, her soft t- tone that she's able to do. Um, and then, but I also feel like Mackenzie is not a, she's, she's not a run girl more so than she's a, she's a choice girl. Mackenzie is a choice girl. She makes some of the most Talk about that. I'm sorry. I don't know what that means. She makes some, some of the most brilliant choices I have ever Vocal heard. choices, Shanti. In my okay, life. Okay, okay. She's a choice girl. Oh. Okay. So lastly, we have Lettucey, Jasmine. Jasmine, Yeba, Yeba, and Brandy. Brandy. So I'm going to say Lettucey next. Lettucey, to me, is not, a, is, not a, is not known for her run. She is known, again, she's, she's known for those big notes. But also, Lettucey is a scat woman. Ooh, okay? Talk to me nice. Her scatting is one of the best that I have ever witnessed, I have ever heard. She is like you can't take it away from her. That is that is one of that's that's her superpower is her scatting. She's up there with Rochelle and Layla. Yes. And I didn't even put Layla in this. Right. You're welcome. Thank Continue. You. Um next <laughs> I'm next I'm gonna do Yeba. Okay. Oh wow. And I'm gonna do Yeba. Um because wow. She's white. Yeah, but no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing. We're white. Yeah, but... JK. Wow. Mm, Go okay. Ahead. Um, back to what I was saying. Um, <laughs> don't. I didn't say that. Um, you did not. I did not. Just want to go on the record and say that. Uh, <laughs> she, she is also like Mackenzie with her choices. Um, mm. but I feel like her runs. Compared to Jasmine's and Brandy's, she she just would not. She's just I'm not gonna put her above them. So she's great, but I want I want her as number three. Okay. Don't do us so, no favors. Just say say what you. I'm chest. not. I'm not. My life depended on it. I'm gonna do Jasmine second. Yeah, I know. And I love Jasmine. Jasmine, if you watch this, I'll cu- I'll cook you something dinner or something. I'll take you to lunch. <laughs> um, but I can't put Jasmine over Brandy just because without Brandy, there would be no Jasmine, right? And Jasmine has said this out her mouth. Jasmine has said this out her mouth. This is not my words. She's she has said this, but I would say Brandy because I would say Brandy. Outside of outside of church, right? If you weren't a church kid and knew the Clark sisters right. and knew Kim Burrell, you weren't like, you know, runs weren't like a thing for you. But if you were in R and B and under LaShawn Daniels, rest in peace, um, his vocal production, Brandy is is the mother of runs in R and B. She has birth, mm. she has sons and daughters running around here trying to recreate her sound, <laughs> right? So for me, and, and, I, and I say this because as someone who's listened who Full Moon was, I was at an age where I could really digest it and learn it. 
the things that Brandy did on that album, I had never, I never heard before. Um, mm. Rodney Jerkins was pushing her so hard because at the time he was working with Michael Jackson. He was like, do you want to be Michael? Do you want to be as big as Michael? You got Michael on one of these backgrounds on your records, so you like, you know what I mean? Like, and she wasn't drinking. I don't know if she was a drinker then because I think she was pregnant. So the the vocals were pristine, right? Because she she also didn't have the baby then. So her vocal, you know, you know, when women have babies, sometimes their vocal range drops. So it was like hmm. it was like the maturity off of Never Say Never, and what sh- what Brandy did on When You Touch Me on I Thought on Like This on Apart on Anybody on Can We on He Is like it just was like it's like goddamn like how do I like there's always something new that you can find in that album so for and that it's not bi- an album of hits right right it's not if you know it you know it you know yeah so for me Brandy making that album puts her at number one for runs because she was just on something that no one else was on. It was it, for me, it was a cultural reset in how we wow. how how R and B was sung. You hear that, Brandy? You hear that? He didn't chose you over my damn friends. <laughs> Shout out to Brandy. Brandy's been nothing but nice to Jasmine. Yes. All right, um, let uh, just two more, maybe, maybe okay. three. Okay. <clears throat> If you had to listen to only one of these artists for the rest of your life, who would it be? Keith Sweat, Jaque- Jaquise, and Trey Songs. It's a nut. <laughs> Look at her face. <laughs> Look at her like, face. That's right. right. No, Keep no, no, it no. together. I Let's my, go. I have, I have Clear my, your throat. I have, I have. Where's your water? I have my answer. I have my answer. No, I have All my right. answer. And now. why? It's not gonna be Key Sweat. It's not gonna be Nobody. Jacquees. Um, it's going to be Trey Songs. And the vibrato. reason why it's going to be Trey Songs <laughs> is that Trey Songs Ready album for me is probably top fifty R and B albums ever made. When it comes to what R and B is, right? Um, when you when you go back and really listen to the project, right, and you listen to Neighbors Know My Name, let's talk about Scratching Me Up, um, Jupiter Love, uh, Can't Help But Wait, um, Say Ah, that that was that was popping when I was in college. It had all of us in a chokehold, right? Shout out to my 2009 graduates. That song from 2009 to 2013 was played at every single party. The slow jams, Neighbors Know My Name, was played at every single party to close it out. Um, but even, um, oh, what is that one song? Um, crap, I'm looking it up right now. Um, Top 50 of all time. I do because it was just it was standing by that. Listen, ten toes down. The the panty dropper intro, neighbors know my name. Invented sex. I need a girl. Does he do it? Does he do it? Come on now, like, um, say ah, Jupiter love. You remember how Prince was looking at him when he was singing Purple Rain? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Why did they have him do that? I'm sorry. Who made that decision? Um, love lost. Love lost, holla if you I need actually me. like Love Lost. Uh Yo Side of the Bed. Those were those were great R and B records. Shout they out to Troy. 
songs. Yeah, they were Very great songs. Good. Very good word choice. Those were great records. They were great and we'll records. And when you but when you have a lot of great records on one album, like you can't you can't listen, he may be who he is and I do not condone anything, but that album when that came out during the time out of the people that you named, that 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 body of work definitely had major influence on R&B and Troy Taylor and the work that he did with Trey was some of the best R&B music I think created especially for that era um so out of all those choices it'll probably be Trey songs and then also too I remember my friends being obsessed with the first album so like cheat on you uh in the middle gotta go like yeah those were songs like that also shout out to Trey songs shout out to Trey songs and his vibrato um moving right along we have finally. I'd like for you to give. Mm, how do I want to do that? Give the Oscar to not the Grammy or the Grammy. I want you to give the Oscar and the Grammy. Mm-hmm. There you go. Okay. Okay. And an Emmy and a Tony. Okay. Tricky. He, oh, he got to okay. these to these four. Singers turn actors. Okay. 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 We have Jamie Foxx. Okay. We have Jill Scott. Okay. We have Jennifer Hudson. Okay. And we have Whitney Houston. <sighs> okay. I think I should be a game show host. <laughs> I have my answer. I'm just thinking of why I'm gonna why I'm picking my answer and why I'm okay. saying this, right? Okay. Jamie Foxx was always going to be a star, right? Um, and his acting was superb. Um, and his, you know, he's, there's, there's no reason for him, for him that he, that he was never going to get it. He was going to get the role to do it because he put in the work, right? The work ethic is there. The talent is there. So it's not going to be Jamie. Um, it's not going to be Whitney for the same reasons. Um, because she is the voice. She was going to, it was going to happen for her probably at some point. Right. Um, and you said Jennifer Hudson and who else? And Jill Scott. Jill, Jill Scott. Scott. It's not going to be Jill Scott. It's going to be Jennifer wow. Hudson. You gave it to gonna, the actual EGOT. And why <laughs> it's going to be, why it's going to be Jennifer Hudson. It's because. Similar to myself, I feel like in my life, I've always known I was going to do something great. I didn't know what it was. Like, I've always known my parents ain't named me Branford for no reason. I don't know what it is, but I know there's more out of, outside of Abington and Philadelphia for me. Mm-hmm. And I remember that moment on American Idol when Fantasia, LaToya London, and Jennifer Hudson were in the bottom three of American Idol. And how much of a gut punch that was to me and to every other black person around the country. And we knew we knew at that time that American Idol made stars. 
They were in the mm-hmm. business of star making. And if you won, right? And the fact that the three of the best vocalists on that season were in the bottom three, I never forgot about Jennifer. Um, And to see her while I was in high school, because Dreamgirls came out when I was in high school, to come back and get a role like Effie White and be singing your ass off. Like that. I remember, because back in the days of LimeWire, things leaked early in Concrete Loop. So I'm showing my age with with that, right? Shout I came out from to Concrete Loop. Shout out to Angel, right? Um, yeah. I came from those days. And I, I don't know if it was Angel's page or if it, if it was NewJams.net that leaked the early version of uh, Jennifer Hudson's And I'm Telling You. So I remember being in my room in complete darkness. I don't know why. I was just in my room. I was like, you know what? Let me just listen to this before I go to bed. And I heard her version. And I'm telling you, when I told you, I felt like the spirit compelled me to stand up. Mm -hmm. Until that time, I've I've just never heard that song sung like that. And I said, oh, my God. Like, this was divine. This was divine. Like, God was like, cool. I got something else better for you lined up that is going to put you where I always knew you were going to be, where you deserve to be. And that movie with her, Jamie Foxx, Beyonce, uh, Anika Nani Rose, that renewed my love for music, my love for musical theater, my love for black musical theater um and to see all of them together and just take over the world or make the world stop in some sort of way that's why jennifer gets it to me because we love a comeback story and we love to see someone who was told that you're not going to be anything you're not going to make it and for her to come back and say you know what i'm not gonna give up i'm gonna keep trying and to do that yeah she gets it she gets it because Dream Girls you know just what? meant that much to me. Go ahead, Shanti. I was just going to say um, thank you for just sharing your expertise. And I really hope after this experience that you feel more open to sharing uh, uh, you yeah. and your knowledge yeah. and your, um, yeah, just your expertise that you have about this because it's very, very clear yeah. and you're teaching me things and it's clear about your passion yeah. and how close this is to your heart and yeah. your purpose. So I really hope that, I know <laughs> that you continue to put your, this um, yourself in the forefront Thank and these you. wonderful ideas and um, opinions and just, yeah, deep knowledge and appreciation you have for the culture. Yeah. So. Thank you. I appreciate That's that. That's all. I was just like, yes. <laughs> Very good. I think good I second all of that. I echoed that. And I think what you just said about Jennifer is the perfect place to leave it. And to I hope that inspired the shit out of the listeners because it inspired me. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you Thank for you. your time. Thank you for Thank your work. You. Thank you for your courage. Thank you. To just your contribution. Follow your heart. Yeah. Thank to you. do what um, it's necessary. There's a yeah. need, and you're yeah. filling it. 
And so I appreciate you. I look forward to your posts. You bring me more joy than you know. Thank you. Thank you. And everybody, if you are not hip to They Have the Range, please make sure you follow. Please make sure you support when you see events, when you see festivals, when you see award shows, when you see new projects coming from Mr. Branford Jones. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Is there anything Thank you. That, that you wanna? Is there anything else you yeah, wanna, I say wanna say? Or need to plug or anything? Yeah, I just wanna say thank you. Um, thank you both. <laughs> um, thank you for loving on me. Thank you for supporting me. Um, it means a lot. There are so many times where I felt like I want to give up. Where I feel like, you know what? I'm deleting this page because I don't got time for this no more. Um, I'm tired. Like I was just like so many days. I get tired of trying to fight through the politics, the games, but the moment I find a person singing in their bathroom and I'm, I'm, I'm able to witness their genius in that quick one-minute clip and to be able to post them and expose them to so many other people that can also witness their genius, that's what keeps me going. Um, mm-hmm. And I think for so long we are taught not to see the genius in others um or we're taught to look for like the negative things or the things we don't like uh but there's also so much good out there there's also so much powerful um people out there that just don't have access to the resources they don't have access to the visibility um and if i can follow in the footsteps of you know a soul train that over don cornelius that gave visibility for black vocalists and black performance to be their true authentic selves and to be celebrated. Um, that's just what I want to do. Um, because this has been a blessing over my life. It, I, I truly believe that this is my purpose. Um, and that no one can take it away from me and that my steps are ordered and ordained, um, by, by God and no one on this earth can get in front of that. And I'm just so happy that I get to wake up every day and just watch people in their sheer brilliance. Um, so I thank you for allowing me to tell my story, um, to get to a lot more people to know who I am and why I do this. Um, and that it's not a clout thing. It's not me wanting to be famous. Um, it's about seeing that black vocalists um, are pioneers. We have been. Um, mm-hmm. Something that I saw on the 1619 Project was that black music is uncatchable and Mm. black singers have also been uncatchable to me because we just hear so many great voices that inspire others that others study and that others you know keep elevating the music and that's really all it is that's all I want is to have the vehicle and be the vessel for others to just elevate the music um, and make other people happy and for folks to find some light and positivity in their lives, especially on social media where everything can be so dark um, and we're quick to snap on one another um, just because that's the culture that was created. So just to kind of be a disruptor and have something that's the antithesis of that negativity um, is the goal. So thank you for allowing me to be here. I appreciate it. And I feel like this is like my really my first, like this is like my second one, but like 
I thank you for making me feel comfortable to be open like this because it's super important. So, yeah. Listen, y'all, there's nothing else to say. Take that. Do good in the world. Follow your heart and have the courage to see the genius in one another. All right. I'm going to share my my singing video with you, too. Oh, um, God. All right. Have you? Come on. And with that, we are (laughs) out. You have just heard an Around the Way Curls John. Follow them on Twitter at ATW Curls and Instagram at Around the Way Curls. We out early. (laughs) Very good.